Welcome to The Birth Collective, a podcast to honour the birth journey collectively from conception, pregnancy, through to birth, breastfeeding and beyond. I'm your host, Tina Pullen, and in each episode, I'll be joined by experts in the birth space, as well as mums at different stages in their birth journey, sharing their knowledge and experiences. of the Birth Collective podcast. You guys have spoken. I've listened. I know you're loving the birth stories, to be honest. Okay. I know you're loving it. I'm bringing you more. And I I, I know that you are really enjoying learning and listening directly from women just like yourselves, talking about how they used informed decision-making, talking about the techniques they used to allow them to really own their birth, no matter what kind of birth they had. And today I'm really excited to be bringing you one of my OG clients, Aisha. Aisha is a hypnobirthing mum of two So she's had a hospital birth and a home birth. She is absolutely obsessed with birth. Uh, We have become really good friends since I taught her hypnobirthing. So everybody, welcome Aisha. Hi, Tina. Thank you so much for joining me. It's my pleasure. Um, I know that you like to talk about birth all the time anyway. So when I was thinking about, hmm, who could I have come (laughs) onto the podcast? I'm like, "Mm, Aisha, she was my first. My first pick. Can't shut me up. <laughs> and, you know, you are kind of famous within the people who do my classes because uh, when they watch the birth stories on my Instagram, uh, everyone remembers yours and everyone will, like, pretty much at every class, someone will say something from the birth story <laughs> or, like, oh, I remember Aisha used Clary Sage, so <laughs> I'm going to go buy Clary Sage. Oh, gosh. You're yeah. like the Regina George. <laughs> I saw Aisha using Clary Sage and now I'm going to use Clary Sage. Oh my God. I'm so like annoying when it comes to talking about birth. Like if anybody just remotely mentions anything about it, I'm just like, I have to stop myself, honestly, because I could just talk about it forever. And you have I to read the room first. I know. I'm like, what's the crowd like? That's why That's why we are now friends. <laughs> no, exactly. Because we can annoy each other about birth oh, and God. send each other birth posts. Yep, all the time, all day, every day. Today I want to get into your second birth story, but before we get there, we kind of have to talk about the first. Um, so give us a little bit of background. Tell us a bit about your first pregnancy and birth. My first pregnancy was good, apart from the first like four-ish months. I had like a lot of vomiting, nausea, that kind of thing, um, weight loss. Um, but the second and third trimester was good. I uh, was not sick anymore. I was really active. I was overseas. I was walking a lot. Um yeah, overall, like, I couldn't complain. Like, everything was fine. And then I did my hypnobirthing course with you. And background, I never really had any kind of, like, um, fears about birth or anything because of the environment that I grew up in. My mum was, like, you know, the same. She was passionate about birth. She had two home births. Um, she, you know, wasn't like, she didn't put any fear on us. So we didn't really grow up having any fear about birth. So I never was really scared about birth, but, um, 
my sister had done hypnobirthing and she made sure that I did it as well. So then I booked in with you. At the time, my mum's passed away. My sisters um, both live either interstate or overseas. And so I really only had like my sister-in-law close by, but she also had like a six-month-old baby. So I didn't feel confident and I didn't have the knowledge to home birth. Like I didn't, I wasn't, um, it wasn't until after I had my first that I got really passionate about birthing. So I did a hospital birth. Oh, you know, I felt confident. I was excited. I wasn't scared about birthing or anything. Um, I went to the hospital. I was about probably three, my uh, surges were about three to five minutes apart um, when I got there and they pretty much left me alone. Um, And I birthed in the uh, pool, birth pool, and it was beautiful. Like I had a really great experience. I loved it. And after that, I was just hooked. I, um, but then in hindsight, after um, I kind of pro- uh, processed the birth, there was three things that I wanted to make sure that I achieved for my second, which was um, undisturbed physiological birth of the placenta, the breast crawl, and no monitoring in between surges. After my birth with Sophia, my first, I straight away I knew. I was going to home birth because I was already on the mm. fence about it with her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then when I had her, I was like, okay, there's no need for me to be here. Like I just knew I didn't need to be in the hospital. Like I was low risk, you know, I was happy to birth, excited to birth. I enjoyed my experience. Um, you know, it was it was beautiful for me, for me. Like I just wanted to kind of sometimes I get a bit nervous that I'm just going to chase that feeling and just have like 30 kids because I just <laughs> loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like you know so I just I'm like oh I need to slow down a bit um but yeah so I knew straight away I was gonna birth at home so then when um I found out I was pregnant straight away I was like oh I better go back to work and start saving for my home birth I went back to work basically for the sole purpose of saving for the home birth because I was like I need to make this happen and mm-hmm. um there was like basically nothing that was going to stop me from home birthing. Yeah, so then uh, the pregnancy for this birth was much the same as it was with Sophia. I was sick. Um, I don't know if it was I was as sick or if I just had to kind of, you know, suck it up and just look after my child <laughs> um, or what, but I felt like it was pretty much the same, like lots of vomiting, um, and then it kind of went around the same 20 weeks or something, which was the same as Sophia. Um, but I wasn't as active in this pregnancy. I think I was working as well, was working from home. I was sitting down, you know, all day, um, also looking after her. So, yeah, just wasn't as active. Like with with her pregnancy, I was out and about. Like we were doing, I don't know, probably like 20,000 steps a day when we were overseas, like because you just walk everywhere, mm. you know. So I was like so active. And as well, you know, people always are like, you know, you should be really active, do swimming, do this, do that. And, like, I, it sounds great. Like, I really wanted to do it, but I just, like, there's just, you know, I just didn't have the, I felt like I didn't have the time or the energy, like, you know. Well, I didn't make the time. So went back to work, started saving, looked up all the home birth midwives, um, inquired with a few and ended up hiring Jackie Wood. And it was just from the get-go, 
the experience was just so much more relaxed. It was just like, I don't know, so easy, free, like she'd come over, we'd have a cup of tea, like, you know, (laughs) nothing like the hospital. My, My appointments in the hospital, it's not that they were bad or anything, but they were just really, you know, it's kind of just like, okay, this, 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 you need to do this test, you need to do that. Everything was like you have to do it rather than with Jackie it was like she would just present me with the options and say you know you can do this if you want to and I'll you know nothing was forced on me or even if she asked me about my my preferences or choices or anything it was just like okay yep that's that's what you want to do whatever like yeah it, it just was so different like the whole experience so throughout the pregnancy um she would come over um I did Cairo with Jenny at InHealth. That was great. I had one session where my husband came and she would like show him what he needs to do for me. Um, so we would do the, do those ex- exercises because I have like, uh, you know, a twisted pelvis. So she would always work on that. And sometimes it would just like give me a bit of pain. But um, yeah, my husband would just do the exercises. We would do rebozo. Yeah, it, it, I, I really, and, and she did some acupuncture for me as well showed Kieran all the acupressure points, which we already learned in hypnobirthing, but it was a good um, refresher anyways. And then when it came to the day, I was not expecting it. So <laughs> it was like I was 38. So with Sophia, she came at 40 weeks on the dot. She came on her estimated due date, like, which is wow. really, you know, you know how rare that is. And oh, the, um, She had a few special things. Yeah, then, I know. I didn't want to was say born... that. I was like, anybody that wants to listen to it can watch the video. Yeah, little, yeah. Aisha does have a full birth. Yeah, she has a full birth story um, that I've shared on my Instagram. So if anyone wants to watch it, I'll link it in the show notes. But um, she had a few rare things born on her due date and also um, born in the sack. But anyway, <laughs> carry on. Yeah, so um, I just thought, oh, you know, my body is 40 weeks, like, and as well with this pregnancy, I was just so much more trusting of the process, like, uh, surrendering more. Yeah, I was just like, that's it, you know, I know my body knows what to do, like, you know, one of my favorite affirmations, my baby and my body know what to do. And I just like, just letting everything kind of happen. But I also, having given birth before, was kind of, oh, yeah, well, it was like this last time. So, you know, <laughs> probably my body is 40 weeks. That's me, you know. I'll give birth at 40 weeks. And Jackie even said that to me at one um, appointment. She was like, oh, we'll make sure that Kieran, it's my husband, is here for one of the appointments um, so that I can go through what, what happens if um, I don't make it. So she, we had one of those appointments. She was um, basically just, and, and yeah, she just explains everything. She was just like, you know, the baby comes, it, you know, it can happen really quick with the second because as well, you think you know it all, you've done it before, and she, which is exactly yeah. what I was like, um, <laughs> literally. And she's like, you know, uh, so you're kind of like, oh, yeah, thinking it's going to be exactly the same as it was last time, but it, it kind of happens hard and fast. You know, she said to him, well, if the baby comes before I get there, um, if the cord is wrapped around the neck, wrapped around the foot, it's the same. Same thing, just remove it. There's no science about it, just just remove it. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, even that, like, I feel there's so much 
um, fear around, oh, baby's cord wrapped around this and that, la, la, la. And there's just so much about the birth, about the body, sorry, um, and how everything is created that it's not something that you need to fear. Like it's really rare that you're going to have a true knot and even when there is a knot you've seen, you know, those videos, it just yeah. moves up and down, moves around. Like, the thing, you know, the nutrients still get through. The baby's still breathing from the umbilical cord. They're not breathing, you know, they don't take their first breath until whatever. So, yeah, she was just really, like, breezy about it. She was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know. Baby comes out. Um, and then she even said, like, you know, sometimes when that happens, it's just so nice when it's just the two of you. She said, like. You know, it, it's so it's such a nice thing to experience. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. You know, and I was kind of like, hmm, I don't mind if that happens. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> so anyways, then um, I remember leading up to it, you know, you want to do all the cleaning and the nesting. I was just so tired. And we had moved into this house like a month before, so there were still things everywhere, you know. So on it was a Tuesday. My my dad's wife, my stepmom, and my stepsisters, they all came, and my dad, they all came over and they literally cleaned my house from top to bottom. Cleaned mm-hmm. my bathrooms, vacuum, mop. Even my dad, he organized a garage for us. Because at this point, um, Kieran was, this is like I was like 38 and two. Um, Kieran was wow. still working because he, you know, thought he's going to, um, take time off starting from my ADD so he was still working and also yeah like I had the toddler so I don't know it's just hard for me to do things and organize and I don't know I was just overwhelmed so no, no better time to move <laughs> no right and you know the same thing happened with my first as well oh yeah I forgot that I moved a month before and it was the same I'm like why why do I keep doing this to myself I feel like most people do that they'll move <laughs> renovate build <laughs> Like I literally joke in my class, like put your hand up if you're renovating <laughs> and there's always someone doing something. And like I did the same thing first time was renovating and trying to get into our house Yeah. Um, before my due date. Yeah, I know. I don't know like why. It's just, I don't know, it must be some kind of innate thing in, inside us that just happens. Annoying. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so... They came, they organized my whole house. It was just so, everything was clean. I was like, oh, gosh. They even put up some lights because I had my fairy lights. I wanted to decorate, you know, the house, make it nice. Really, like, you know, um, environment that I would be happy to birth in. Yeah, then the next day, so that was a Tuesday. Then the next morning I wake up, I do, because we pray in the morning, like um, early morning prayers. It's like 5 a.m. I got up, I prayed, I felt, oh, Braxton's Hicks, they felt different this time as well. Like with the Braxton's Hicks last time, I didn't even know that that's what they were, like that's what I was having. I said to my sister, sometimes, you know, she goes right at the front and and my stomach goes really hard. She's like, that's not her, that's Braxton's Hicks. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I thought it was her moving like right to the front of my tummy. And, um, yeah, but this time they just felt different. They just like felt I don't know, it just felt different, just didn't feel the same. Anyway, so then um, it's like 5 o'clock, I pray, and then I go back to get into bed, and they're like constant, you know, and it's different. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. So every time I start to almost drift off, I get another one. 
and this keeps happening and then it gets to like seven o'clock it's still happening so you know it's been like two hours and they've been consistent you know and I was like Mm. this is this is not what happened before but I was just thrown off you know because I did I had lost my mucus plug with Sophia and the when the surges came they felt like period pain they literally felt exactly like period pain so I was like well I haven't felt that in a long time and I knew I just knew that's what it was but this time they just felt different so I just didn't know like I just Mm -hmm. I was just like I'm not sure like they were pretty consistent I think then it was like around I don't know eight or nine o'clock I messaged Jackie and I was like "Mm, I think I'm in early stages of labor because I've been having Braxton's Hicks consistently since like 5am and I don't know it just I'm not sure but it just feels different I don't know like you know I just wasn't sure I just was really confused then I messaged also my best friends and I was like I think I'm in early stages of labor and one of them who has two kids when she got the message, she called me and she was like, and they were like to me, oh, did you message your, did you call your midwife? You know, what's happening? Oh, and I was like, no, I didn't call. I didn't tell her to come yet. Like, it's too early. I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's about nine o'clock, like 9am. And then, um, yeah, my best friend calls me and she's like, oh, what's happening? You know, oh, mind you, I was like, oh, so obviously I wear a scarf, but I'm, I wasn't going to wear a scarf during my birth. <laughs> and I was <laughs> literally curling my hair. Because I was like, I don't want to look ugly in my photos. Like, last time I looked so ugly. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to look ugly. I want to look back and be like, oh, it's so nice. (laughs) You know, like that one, that girl that you just posted. I was like, oh, my God, she's so gorgeous. Just giving birth. Um, And I was like, yep, putting some concealer on, just curling my hair, making it nice. Ends up in a bun anyway. Yeah, of course. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, so then my best friend calls me and, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, I'm just not sure. It just feels different. Like it doesn't feel like it felt with Sophia. And um, she goes, oh, yeah, you know, with her second, she's, she then she explained, she described what it felt like. And she literally described to a T how I was feeling. And I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly. So she's like, it was just right on the bottom of my belly and the tops of my legs. And it mm. felt just like cramping in there like not you know like period pain just yeah cramping in in the bottom of my tummy and the tops of my legs and I was like oh my god that's exactly how it's feeling for me wow and I was like it just yeah tripped me out and I was like okay it must be like I must be in labor then so I was upstairs I think it was about yeah like nine o'clock when Kieran woke up maybe just before and I was like oh I told him I think I'm in labor I don't know whatever and he's like okay I'll go downstairs and set up so he went downstairs, started setting up because he had to block the pool, fill it up, you know. Um, there was more lights to put up, put up all my affirmation cards and stuff um, because, like I said, like we weren't prepared. We had everything but we weren't expecting it to happen. Like I thought the house would already be set up. I just thought, you know, assumed that yeah. we'd do it closer to my ADD, like maybe 39 weeks, we'd just leave it, uh, like get everything kind of ready, whatever. Anyway, so he went downstairs um started setting everything up I called Jackie and I was like yeah oh that's right I went to the bathroom and I lost a bit of my mucus plug I think it was about 10 o'clock and I was like okay that was when I was like it's definitely happening like it's on you know Mm. I was just like okay I messaged her and then I think she called me and she was like I'm going to another birth 
I probably won't be at your birth. So I already knew that she wouldn't be there. It would be somebody else. Yeah. But um, I wasn't like, um, it didn't bother me. You know, I wasn't phased by it. I was just mm. like, okay, whatever, you know. Had you met that midwife before? The one that came? Yeah. No. But I did inquire with her. Yeah. I inquired with her. I'll talk more about it after, but I inquired with her. But the reason I didn't go with her is because in the email that she replied to me, it sounded like, you know, she was going to be super, super involved. And I am really, you know, how I'm very protective about my husband's role in birth. Mm. Like I just don't want anybody to be um, taking his place. I want him next to me. I want him, you know, like behind me. If anybody's going to receive the baby apart from me, it's going to be him. Like if it's not me, it's going to be him. You know, I just like, um, yeah, I'm really like protective over that. So um, I didn't end up going with her because I was like, oh, sounds like she's going to be too involved. And that was just my feeling. But, you know, everything works out in its divine um, plan. So so I was just upstairs. Kieran was uh, downstairs setting up. And my daughter usually wakes up like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. She was sleeping, mm-hmm. sleeping, sleeping. She slept in like it's <laughs> crazy. She just slept in that day until like, I don't know, 10.30 or something after he had finished setting up. It was just crazy. Oh, um, that worked out well. I know. It was <laughs> like, I don't know, God's plan, like just so. Yeah. Um, but so she was asleep and then he had to obviously look after her. So I was like laboring upstairs by myself for like a while. Um, but I just, I was really um, active this time. Mm. With Sophia, I remember just lying in the bed. I was in the shower at my house for like, I don't know, an hour. But I also was lying in the bed on my side for a long time, Mm. um, which is when I thought I was in transition. But I didn't lie in my bed this time, the whole time, apart from, you know, like in the morning when I wasn't sure, like for that first couple hours from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m.-ish. So I was like on the edge of the bed, lots of swaying, moving, and then I just got into the shower and I was in the shower for ages putting the water on my tummy, on my back, like, you know, I just love water immersion. I just think it's <laughs> the best thing. I just love being in the water in general. So I knew, you know, I love I love being in the water. So uh, mm. the first I was like, yep, birth in the water and this time as well, you know, stayed in the shower for ages. I think it was from like, I don't know, 11, 10, 30, 11 until like 1. And then I... You know, I would go onto the toilet, empty my bowels, go back into the shower, back onto the toilet, just sitting on the toilet a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, just going back and forth. And um, then I think it got to about 11, 11.30, and that's when it was really ramping up. I was like, whoa, this got got intense quick. (laughs) And I was like to my husband, because he was obviously looking after Sophia, so he would come, they would come and check on me. And he just felt so bad because he wanted to be with me. But I was like, it's okay. I didn't feel like I fully needed him at that point anyway. And then, um, yeah, it got to like 11.30 or something. He came and I was like, oh, call, you need to call someone. It was like 11.30, 12 o'clock. And so he called my, um, he called my stepmom. She came and um, she bring my stepsisters as well, which I didn't plan. But it worked out well because they all looked after Sophia they literally just took her played with her the whole time and I didn't even like hear a peep out of her um 
And then my stepmom came because I had in my head envisioned she'll come, she'll look after Sophia, Kieran will be with me. But she, I didn't obviously um, specify, specify, say that. (laughs) So she came, she brought my sisters, they all looked after her and then she came into the bathroom with me and straight away I was just like, hang on, this is Kieran's job. (laughs) She came um, and she started massaging my um, back and she was, I was on the toilet at this time. And she was massaging my back. She was like reciting, you know, Quran like um, prayers and things over me. And um, and then it actually worked out really nicely because she was behind me, and then Kieran was in front of me. And I just like mm. was he was just sitting on like the stool in uh, front of the um, toilet, and I was just like holding him and looking at him, and he was just there. So I was like, okay, this is okay. <laughs> um, this little detour from my plan yeah um it's okay (laughs) so then um he kept asking me should I call Jackie and I was like no it's not time no it's not time meanwhile my stomach is like fully vertical uh, you know it's like fully out like it's just like (laughs) sticking out like crazy and my stepmom keeps looking at me and she's like yeah she's saying to Kieran yeah it's time call call and I was like no no it's not time it's not time it's like 12 30 and I go into the shower and I go and the, yeah the surges are just intense like at this point and also I feel like I wasn't um as mentally prepared as I was last time because with Sophia I did so much mental prep work like every day I was doing um surge of the sea you know every day I was listening to my affirmations to and from work, you know, like I just had, I just did so much uh, mental work. Like even, um, you know, Kieran and I, we went to um, Jervis Bay, which is like my, you know, visualization place. I sat on the beach there. We did, we just did so much. Mm -hmm. Um, This time, like I was just working. I was just like, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't make time to do any of that. I didn't have my baths. I didn't sit, you know, it was like really probably I reckon the last three days leading up to it, I was listening to my affirmations. Mm-hmm. So it was just so different compared to with Sophia. So when the surges were just intense, like they probably were the same, I reckon, as they were with Sophia, but I just feel like I handled them so much better with Sophia. Like, my face was so relaxed and I was like, you know, floppy face. I was really good at remembering to do all those things. Whereas these were ramping up. I was, I would like, you know, I'd go up high or I'd have to be reminded to just like relax my body and things like that. And yeah, so I kept telling Kieran, no, it's not time. He was calling Jackie. Every time he calls Jackie, I'm like, no, it's not time. And then, no, I told them I wanted to get into the bath. Somehow, so I live my house now is is um, double story. So we get downstairs between surges. Sorry, <laughs> I should say. Um, and somehow, thank God, and I just get into the bath, and it's just like, oh, it's just like a big hug. Like it's just the best, you know. It's like yeah. it's so warm. It's the perfect temperature. It just was like the best thing ever, you know. And um, it's so deep as well, those birth pools. They're quite deceiving. Yeah. I got in and I just felt like, oh, I, I reckon it was just a oxytocin release straight away. Like shortly after I got into the bath, I had um, the urge to push, <laughs> like really, really shortly after. 
and just came over me and I just looked at Kieran and I was just like, cool. <laughs> then calls Jackie and she said to me before, she's like, if you call me when you're pushing, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then um, I have the, you know, unbearable urge to just push, can't, can't do anything else. I just let my body do it. I just breathe down. I felt in it was probably like the second or third surge. I reckon his head came out in that one surge. Like I just feel, wow. I mm. felt that, but I don't know. I wasn't feeling down there, you know? Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but it just felt like it was just the whole head popped out. Like I just felt like that. I don't know. And as well, again, my waters, no sign of them breaking or anything. So my best friend comes. She ends up coming at like, I don't know, 130 or something and yeah I have a surge and she's like oh your show just came so she they must have seen it come out I don't know if it was my waters as well because it kind of felt a bit poppy yeah, um maybe yeah. yeah so I'm not sure but you know how can you tell you're in the water <laughs> um so yeah and then maybe 145 150 I don't know Kieran and everybody reckons it was about 20 minutes of of pushing phase Kieran was doing that um acupressure points on my sacrum is it called those ones the dot oh yeah yeah on the lower back yeah 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 Yeah. he was doing that and that was so good man like I because he didn't do that last time and I was like god that's so good like you know it really I felt like it really helped like Mm. relieve the intensity um so he was doing that and then um yeah it was like I don't know how many surges between head and body but it was just like instinctively I just I was on my knees like kind of um so first I was sitting on the little stool because there's a little inbuilt stool inside the birth pool so I was sitting on there and then I moved and I was over there um like in a supported squat or whatever on the edge of the um, bath and I enjoyed being in that position and then instinctively when I felt like I wanted to move and I just had my knee on the floor and the other foot was up so it was like kind of Mm. I don't know like a one-legged squat kind of thing yeah exactly like um kind of you know half frog half kneeling down I don't know and um I just yeah I just move my leg up like that and then he just came out like he was just there he was just he was just so placid like it was just so nice and calm like yeah so the midwife wasn't there (laughs) so he so (laughs) she didn't um make it because you know I was just like no no more time it's not time yet (laughs) um and then it was time (laughs) so (laughs) Yeah, he just, I don't know, like I felt that that first surge or whatever it was, third surge, I don't know, his head fully came out, I felt that. And then it was just like, I don't know, maybe a few more surges and then he was like out and, you know, I think you see, you've seen the video, but like he's just pretty much three quarters of the way out and I was just staring at him, just looking at him and talking to him because he wasn't fully out yet. And I was just waiting for the next surge and he's just under the water and I'm just waiting for for him to be ready. I didn't want to pull him. I just wanted him to come out when he's ready, you know, like Mm. um, why rush him? (laughs) So, yeah, he just was there and I was just talking to him and then I was like, you're going to come out now. And then he just came out and I just pulled him up. 
just was covered in vernix, like the most vernixy boy ever. And <laughs> um, he just, yeah, he's just like he didn't really make he he made a little bit of noise. And then um, I was just rubbing his back. So Jackie said, if they come if they come out and they're a bit floppy, just give him a good vigorous rub on the back. So that's what I was just doing. I just opened, you know, I had like a button up um, little shirt. So I was like opening my shirt, making sure he just gets right on my chest, on my skin and um, just rub, rubbed his back. And then, um, yeah, after a couple minutes, you know, he, he had a good little cry. But I wasn't nervous. Like I could see him under the water. He was blinking. He was looking at me. Like he was, he was showing signs, you know, of like, yeah, I didn't feel like there was anything, any issues. And even when I was rubbing his bag, even though he was quiet, he was still, like I said, like blinking. So like I just, I don't know, I, I just rubbed him. I wasn't concerned and then he made you know he made his nice cry because he did have a small cry at the beginning but then he didn't continue and then I just kept rubbing him and then he you know he had his big cry I wanted to achieve the breast crawl um that was something that I really wanted to because in the hospital with Sophia they were just like oh yeah you know pop her on the boob and birth your placenta that should help birth the placenta I was like okay Mm. um and um it didn't happen obviously I just kind of was like still in the bath, but I was just like laying, leaning so that he could just be there on me comfortably and and find. And he did. He found it, found my nip and (laughs) latched on there. It was so nice to see. It was just like what I wanted. That's Um, so cool. Yeah, like I was just so happy to have achieved that. But, yeah, it was really nice. Like after he was born, my, my best friend, she was recording and she's like, do you want me to, um, should we call Sophia? And Sophia came downstairs and she came in the bath and she sat in the bath with us. And I was like, this is a baby from mommy's tummy, you know, like Aww. trying to get her to make the connection, you know. And yeah. um, she was just like singing to the baby like twinkle, twinkle little stuff. And it's just so cute. Like, it was just so nice. And I'm just so happy that she, like, experienced that. And hopefully if I have any more kids, like, she'll be even more involved next time. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So then about, was it 10 minutes after I birthed him, then that's when Chantel, the midwife, came. Yeah, she came in and she was like, oh, baby's here. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And she was just the best. I just loved adored her she just left me alone she didn't rush me she just I don't know if she um knew my birth preferences because I had sent them to Jackie on the day oh okay yeah yeah I sent them to Jackie on the day when I was like oh I'm in labor or the day before I don't know I don't know if she sent them to her I don't even think that she did to be honest because who knows but I don't think she did because she was at another birth like I know Jackie was at it at like she told me when she when Kieran called and said now's the time. She was literally looking at this woman's vagina <laughs> and got handed the phone and was like, yeah. "Okay," and like you know, yeah. So she, I don't know, if she had time in that <laughs> the time then to send the birth preferences. Probably wasn't her first priority, um, but yeah, she. So yeah, she came and she was just like so chill. Even my best friend was, like, nervous and she was like, oh, do you need to check her? Do you need to check the baby? And she was like, yeah, not yet. It's okay. Just just leave him. 
just let them be. Mm. She's just let us, you know, be relaxed and it was just so nice. Anyway, so I stayed in the water and um, I wanted to, like I said, birth my placenta naturally and then, yeah, everybody kind of was like, you know, excited on a bit of a high, start talking, chatting and, you know, even though the environment as in I stayed where I was and, it was, you know, I wasn't disturbed. But then everybody was kind of talking and I feel like it was throwing me off and um, I just looked at my best friend and she's like, yeah, he just looked at me and I was just like, oh, maybe let's not all speak. <laughs> and then shortly after that, <laughs> the placenta came. Well, Chantelle was like, if you start to feel a bit nauseous, it means that it's sitting right there, right on the opening, you know, of your vagina. And um, she's like, if you like, I can just come and give the cord a little pull and it will come straight out. And I was like, okay. And then I did start to feel a bit nauseous. And um, she came, gave a little pull. Not, I wouldn't say it was called traction because it was already there. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I don't know know what, I don't know what you classify as cord traction. Maybe it was, but you know, anyways, I was happy with that. She, um, and, and then it just came out chucked it in the bowl and it was just floating in there with me and Zachariah and you know we're just hanging out in there with the placenta so that was cool I was happy to do that and then I stayed in there for a little bit longer but then I just wanted to lie down and the water was getting a bit cooler I wasn't as warm as it was and you know so I got up got to the couch um and I just like lay there for ages and then yeah, like she just didn't disturb uh, Chantel. She just didn't disturb us. She just left us. We just hung out. We, you know, it was like probably, I don't know, maybe two or three hours before the cord was cut because I gave birth at 2.12. So, yeah, my surge started around 5 a.m. I gave birth at 2.12 p.m. And then, you know, the placenta probably came, I reckon, like, I don't know, 40 minutes to an hour after. Mm. And um, we laid on the couch for a while I think it was like five o'clock by the time that like she started to weigh him and um you know we well we obviously we first cut the cord and that so that was really nice like Kieran um she's you know she told Kieran what to do he tied the cord tie and um then he cut the cord and yeah and then uh they weighed weighed him and I, I even when he came out I was like oh you're so small you're so much smaller than your sister I was saying to him, you could just see he was like so much smaller than her. But obviously, she was in there for two weeks longer. But she was like four, yeah. just over four kilos, and he was like three point two. Like just see, you know, like wow. I just could feel yeah. the difference. Like she had eight hundred grams on him. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Then the placenta, um, we put that in the fridge so we could bury it because um, that's what we did with the last one as well. Yeah. And then she checked me. I didn't have any. Um, I had like a small you know, tear, didn't need stitches. So that was good. I don't know what kind of degree it was, but I didn't need stitches. So I was happy with that. You know what I said? I don't, I don't know if I said this in the birth story last time, but the most traumatic thing for me about the birth with Sophia, you know, I never feel like I had any birth trauma or whatever, but the suppositories, oh my God, so invasive. Did you have that? No. What for to help you go to the for toilet? Pain, no, just for pain relief after they give after they stitched me. I never had that. Yeah, so their tablets were like that big, and like you know they put them up your bum hole. That was like I was just like, oh my god, 
that is seriously so invasive Mm. that was the worst part of my whole birth with Sophia like you know oh wow I don't know I've never what the hell like yeah (laughs) you know this is so weird like oh I don't know but anyways didn't have to do that at home oh good yeah thank god yeah even Chantel she was like it's a bit barbaric isn't it I was like yes it is very yeah I've never even heard of that, to be honest. Oh, yeah, honestly. I don't know. Maybe people just yeah. talk about the birth, but I was happy with yeah, the birth. True. So that, that part of it was just like, oh. She checked me. She she literally, she was like showing Kieran, this, this is where it's a little bit torn. It's going to heal really nice. It'll go back together the way it's gone and, you know, whatever. And just everything was just so in its own time. Like I can't explain yeah. if I could, yeah, say anything. That's just You didn't feel rushed. No. You know, or like an inconvenience or, yeah. you know, just some, having someone to just remind you that like, yeah, you know what you're doing. Your body knows mm-hmm. what it's doing. I'm just kind of here chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you need me, I'll step in. But Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, you know, I didn't feel mm-hmm. like, oh, she needed to be anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, and then she drained the pool. She packed it up. She, she threw out everything. Everybody cleaned. Like everybody was just, you know, all hands on deck. I was just hanging out <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> Then they what they give me something to eat. I can't remember what it was. Soup or something. It was very nice. I don't know. Like even though I had such a beautiful experience in the hospital, and like this was just like everything I ever wanted. You know, like yeah, everybody around me. Like, and I felt that's just how it's meant to be. You know, you're meant to be surrounded by familiarity. Like in a comfortable mm-hmm. place, surrounded by people that you know and love. I know when I talk about birth, like I, I make maybe I make it sound like it's easy, but it's it's not that. It's just that when you have the right support, the body, you know, the hormones that are produced, everything happens the way it's meant to happen. You know, you don't have disruptions. You don't have any disturbance. Like it's just the way that it's meant to be, just perfect. And I know like with your first birth, you were saying, um, you know, yeah, you had a good, you had a great birth and, you know, you laboured at home for quite a while but then after you birthed the baby, there was that change in environment. Like you got out of the bath and you wanted to birth the placenta naturally, but you, you just weren't given those conditions to be yeah. able to do that. Exactly. And I didn't even pick up on it until I had um, a consult with a doula, Claudia, um, that I wanted to hire for postpartum. And she was like, tell me about your first birth and, you know, and what's your goals for this birth? And because, you know, birth, the whole birth leads into postpartum and, you know, need to and, you know, want to unpack that. So I was like, yeah, I had a really good birth, this, that, whatever. My goals is that I want to birth my placenta naturally. And she's like, what happened in the hospital? And I was like, I don't know, you know, they gave me an hour, but, you know, it wasn't enough, whatever. And I was just thinking it was a time thing, you know, like that. It just wasn't ready to come out, which I believe that, yes, it wasn't ready to come out. But then she was like, did the environment change at all? And I was like, oh, my God, shit, the environment did change. I was like, and it full went to, like, everything that I am against. (laughs) Yeah. I went out out of the bath onto the bed on my back and lights on. Yeah. And then, like, like, no doubt, people in the room, yeah, checking the room, shoving the baby on on your tit, shoving the baby, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, I often talk about like other mammals when they birth, like, there's no way you would touch their babies, like, 
you can't, you know, they say if a dog gives birth or a cat gives birth, it's like don't touch the puppies, don't touch the kittens because you're going to disturb the process. You're going to like throw the scent off for the mom. The mom's going to like reject their baby or yeah. like, you know, obviously you wouldn't dream of um, touching a lion's exactly. um, babies. <laughs> you would die. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it's us, it's like, oh, yeah, like all hands on the baby, like, and I just think how is that disturbing like the scent and our ability to bond and breastfeed and like even if you have an amazing birth up to that point, you're just interfering in something that doesn't like it doesn't need to happen. If the yeah. baby doesn't need medical assistance, like why are you touching him? Yeah, exactly. So annoying. And yeah. um yeah, I listened to a lot of Rachel Reed stuff, mm. Dr. Rachel Reed. Yep. And she was talking about placentas and um how she used to do home births. I don't know if she still does them, but she used to um attend home births. And she said the only rule I have in home birth, like obviously the mum, she does whatever she wants, but the only rule I have is that when we're birthing the placenta, we we're not leaving that headspace of like that birth headspace. So we're not um, taking photos like the mum's not taking photos or she's on her phone she's not announcing the birth to people like we're just none of that stuff we're just sticking in our birth bubble until that's over because you know placentas are so sensitive so mm -hmm. if we're changing that you know yeah it's gonna um, impact on our ability to to be able to birth it yeah and exactly like Claudia said um to me a birth is a birth you're yeah. birthing the placenta, you're birthing the baby. It's the same. The conditions should be the same, you know. Like yeah. what makes you think that it's any different? Like, you know, it should be the, you know, the same conditions, the same positive, comfortable environment. Like, yeah, but it just was like honestly it was like a light bulb moment for me when she said that. Mm. I was like, wow. I love your birth story so much. <laughs> so I'm so glad you got to share them. And, you know, also the reason that I wanted to, I wanted you to share your story is because you had that beautiful hospital birth. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, home birth sounds nice. But like, I had a great birth. I had great midwives. Like, why would I change that now? Like, I'll just do the same thing. Mm. So, yeah, I wanted, I guess, to hear your perspective and, and, and talk about those differences. And maybe that will help with with mums who are kind of like on the fence the or fence, they're not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just think um, hospitals are for sick people and I was low risk. I was not sick. I just didn't need to be there, like, you know. Yeah. The same things that I would have access to if I need, I'd have them at home. Do you know what I mean? Like you got the midwife there. Yeah, they bring yeah. everything they need. Just, yeah, they bring everything. My gosh, she even had this um, like pump that pump drains the water. Because Kieran was oh, like, man. I don't know, how how am I even going to get all the water out? I'm going to have to scoop it out with a bucket, you know. <laughs> and uh, she just comes yeah, and just comes they clean. literally like attaches it to something and it just like, it just drains. It's just crazy. Like, yeah, but yeah, it was that's awesome. beautiful, you know, just amazing. And I just wish that for every, every woman to have, you yeah. know, that beautiful, undisturbed, positive labor experience yeah and you I mean you sharing your birth story already has helped so many women have a positive birth you know when you have one you tell your friends and then your friends are like oh this is possible and then they yeah um, also go down that path so it's so cool yeah planting that seed <laughs> yeah yeah so we've yeah. converted all our friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly Oh all right thank you so much Aisha for joining us bye Tina bye